Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast. This is episode 68. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by my co-host, the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here this evening? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Happy to be here. Happy to get into a new season. Yes, right. A new season is right around the corner. Bait back here talking some baseball for you guys once again. So you ready to get started, my friend? Yep, let's do it. All right, cool. A lot of things to discuss here tonight. Let's hop. Uh, let's just hop right into it. Let's start with the whole um, um, World Baseball Classic. Now, I, I had I knew it was going on. I hadn't been really following it that closely i saw a few things here and there but i did get to catch some of the um the final game between the usa and japan congratulations to japan they ultimately won the baseball classic uh three to two and lo and behold i mean just you 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 live for moments like this in sports, especially for baseball. We always talk about, that's one of the <laughs> ongoing topics on this episode, about promoting your stars. And what better matchup that we had here at the um, baseball, baseball classic. You had Shohei Hatani coming in in the ninth inning to close the game out, going up against his own teammate from the Angels, Mike Trout. I mean, these are considered like two of the best in baseball and not only do you have this matchup he ends up striking him out to ultimately end up winning the world baseball classic for japan i mean it 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 doesn't get much better than that it really really doesn't these are things you want to see i think these are things that will also help grow the game and bring attention to the game you have two they have a big, you know, championship moment like this. You got two big stars going up against each other. Not only the stars going up against each other, but you have two teammates going up against each other. And they consider two of the best in the game. It's like perfect. You couldn't write, Hollywood couldn't have written a better script for that. Now, I don't know if you were following the World Baseball Classic any, any thoughts on this? Just overall thoughts on this whole situation? Uh, I mean, sim- similar to you, I, I just was kind of <laughs> seeing a little bit of stuff from here and there. Uh, but the biggest thing was that with Shohei and Mike Trout, and I mean, Sho- Shohei is, is a cheat code, um, yes. Yes. as we as we have talked about, right? Yes. Um, yes. And yeah, I mean, it it just don't get no better than that. And I, I'm pretty sure Mike Trout is probably going to feel some type of way through the, the season, so it would yeah. surprise me. If he don't go on some type of a tear this season, just because. Mm-hmm. So, but but I I thought it was great because I I saw the clips and everything of it. So, yeah. Um, hopefully that will kind of get people talking about this upcoming season. But we have to wait and see because unlike soccer, um. Yeah, we, you didn't have a lot of people really talking about the world, you know, the World Cup for baseball. No, you you no. didn't you didn't have that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you really, really didn't. Cause like I said, I was hearing things here and there. I remember I heard Manny Machado. He had a big home run in one of the games. I know Trey Turner was really hot. He was hitting a lot of home runs and everything. But this wasn't talked about like you would talk about the World Cup. Like everybody, even people that weren't necessarily into soccer were talking about the World Cup. You didn't really hear them talking about this as much. But I did hear a little bit more, a little bit more chatter about this final game. Maybe not a whole lot, but I thought I definitely saw some interest, some people kind of getting getting some um, invested interest in this in this final final matchup here, especially like you said, you got these two big superstars teammates going up against each other. But hopefully this is definitely something that gets more interest into the game. Because they said that the attendance was good, especially for that last game. I think the last game was sold out, and the attendance was, like, really, really, really good for this game. So you, you hope this is something that's heading in the right direction and like getting more eyes on the sport, especially when you have having, like, you know, getting your superstars, like, in you know getting that that mainstream attention that they they deserve that you that baseball has been lacking for so so long. Uh, yes, I, I mean I mean I know we're gonna we, I know this is a topic that we're gonna talk about, but uh, a certain retired player, um, you know, with his batting practice that got a lot of traction too. Oh yes, yes, we we will definitely we will definitely get into that for sure. Yes, actually, actually anything else was um. The game, the final game, Japan, anything? Anything else on that? No, just it shows that, you know, that baseball, I mean, it's, it's baseball. Baseball is a great sport. It's, and I think, I, you know, I've, I've kind of beat that dead horse, too, on this podcast of where, mm-hmm. you know, it's the oldest sport in America. And, you know, it, it just—I don't know—it's just one of those sports of where it should be. It, it's funny how it went from being America's pastime to where it's like, yeah, it happens, but it's not the focus like the other American sports once was. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame, really. It really is. It really is unfortunate that this whole, you got a whole generation of people that are not grown up loving and enjoying the game the way we grew up loving and enjoying the game. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And just one more thing, real quick, before we uh, move on here. I, I, somebody mentioned this online. Guess who was in the crowd for the um, this final game? Ooh, a couple of um, people from WWE. We had one um, Io Sky and Akira Tozawa were shown huh. in the crowd at the game. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Hey, look at that!" <laughs> well, hey, look, that's that's cross promotion for them too. Do they, I, absolutely. That's that's a, that's that's definitely a good thing. I am all for that for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And just looking at another one other thing before we move on too, just looking at um, Shohei Otani's numbers um, for the World Baseball Classic. He pitched uh, nine and two innings. He had eleven strikeouts, eight RBIs, a home run, and had a batting average of four thirty-five. I mean, like you said, this guy is a freaking cheat code. It's mind blowing. What this guy can do at such an elite level. I know we can we talk about it a lot on here, but it's just something that we'll, we'll never see anything like this in our lifetime. A guy that's pitching and hitting at this elite elite level. It's just it's just it's just insane. It's just un, un, unbelievable what now, this guy is doing. Okay, let, let, let me ask you this because I, I can't remember if I asked this before. Mm-hmm. Do you think if he was doing Everything that he's doing, but if he was, unfortunately, American, do you think that MLB machine would 
get all in behind him and make sure he was all over, you know, basically the face of baseball. Because technically, he is the face of baseball mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. but he isn't. And yeah. Which, yep. which, again, is a shame. It itself. is. It is. It really, really, I, I definitely think that plays a factor in it, into it. If he was an American, I think that would be a, to, it would be a totally different story. I think definitely they're kind of holding back a little bit because of that, um, that, um, language barrier thing too. But I don't, I don't know if you got to see, see this or not, but they were interviewing him after the game. He had his interpreter and everything there and it was Poppy and A-Rod and somebody else was there. They were talking to him and they were asking him like, like who was some of his favorite, uh, players um growing up like who inspired him and everything and I think he, said, he said ken griffey jr and then he said poppy and a-rod and they were all getting a good laugh out of that too and, I, and i'm looking at that thing i'm saying yeah there's a language barrier there too but the, definitely the guy he has a you know a sense of humor he has some personality and everything like that too for him yeah you know to say that in that moment you know with that with to the two of them there he, it showed that the guy he's got some little spark for him because they, they were getting a good laugh out of that. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's got some personality. <laughs> if you just give him an opportunity, I mean, the language barrier shouldn't be that big of a thing. Shouldn't be a thing that's holding him back. I would say. I mean, a guy with this, a guy with this type of talent, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be holding it back whatsoever. It shouldn't. I mean, look at look at Michael Jordan. I mean, it, it, Michael Jordan with them Haynes commercials. How much do Michael Jordan see in them freaking commercials? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. No. He just, he's just there. And exactly. You know, just just. Presence. Exactly, presence alone, and they could they could definitely like just do something just to help get notoriety more to the sport just by promoting him in some type of way. Because, like I said, in any sport right now, no one is doing on the level of what he's doing. No, across mm-hmm. any sport. So. No, could definitely not. So they definitely could be doing a better job of, you know, promoting this guy for sure, for sure. But um, anything else on that? No, that's it. Okay, cool, cool. Now let's get into what we were mentioning. You were mentioning a little bit earlier about one of our personal favorites, the kid himself, one Mr. Ken Griffey Jr. And I kind of stumbled upon this. I obviously I tagged him in it on the um, Twitter page. Of old Ken Griffey Jr. because he, I mean, he believes he was the he was one of the hitting coaches for the uh, USA for the um, World uh, Baseball Classic. They showed him the other day taking batting practice, and he looked really good. I mean, that swing looked just as smooth as ever. He was getting good contact on the ball, and you could see everybody there just odd just watching him taking batting practice because I'm sure many of them were inspired by Ken Griffey Jr. You got the walk. Watch him, you know, watching him growing up as a kid and everything and getting to see that live and in person, seeing him hit the ball and take bat practice. That had to be an exciting moment because I know if I, I know for sure I would have been sitting there at all too, just jaw dropping. So, wow, what <laughs> is this Ken Griffey Jr. taking, taking bat practice? How do you feel about that? It, it, I mean, it's crazy the fact that he's in his 50s, 53 to be exact, mm-hmm. and his swing is still crisp. As as it ever was, right? And like you said, you got people there that's probably, depending on the age, watched him growing up or watched clips of you know from him back in the day, um, playing, and then to get to stand there and watch him, you know, hit the ball like that. Yeah, I mean that's a moment to be seen. And 
I mean, for him to be a hitting coach and everything, you would want someone like that to show you how to hit. He definitely would. And I mean, it, it was a great moment. It really it was. was. It was a very, very, very cool moment. Because I, I know for sure if I'm a hitter, I'm definitely taking lessons from Ken Griffey Jr., one of the all-time great hitters in the game. I'm definitely listening to whatever, whatever he's whatever he's preaching. And like I say, with him to be 53 years old and swing still as smooth as it is, Man, mm-hmm. it, 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 it got me to thinking now, you know, now that they got this rule, you know, with the um, All-Star game and everything mm. like that, you think, could could you get Ken Griffey Jr. to do one more home run derby? It, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they if No, they I will, yeah, that, that, like I said, that's, that's, that swing look good, man. Hey, I'll play. Besides, I'd be all for it. <laughs> I mean, fifty-three. All he got to do is swing the bat. You know, the, he ain't running and jumping and all that stuff. No, it's so. exactly. He just, you know, just throwing. You just take it. You know, you basically take it back track. They just, you know, got one of the managers or somebody throwing pitches to you. And I, be, and I believe, I believe the All Star Game is in Seattle this year. Hmm. So, <laughs> never know. You never know. Could we see the kid in the home? Hey. You heard it here first on the Grand Slam podcast. If, if, if that comes to fruition, hey, you heard it right here first. We that's right. We we, we spoke it. We spoke that into existence. Exactly. <laughs> if, if he shows up, he comes walking out then in his old Mariners uniform. Uh, yes. Cap on backwards, backwards. Yep. Chain and everything. Yes. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> I'd love it, man. I would absolutely love that. And some more news um, while we're talking about Mr. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, um, currently, he is set to be the uh, fourth highest played um, paid player on the uh, Reds this season because the contract that he signed oh um, at God. the time was a nine-year, uh, <laughs> it was a nine-year, $112.5 million contract. And there was a lot of deferrals in that contract, basically from 2009 up to 2024, where he's basically receiving $3.59 million a year from the Reds. So. <laughs> what? Yes, what? I, I, I had oh. no idea about this. I stumbled across this article. I said, wow, because it came across my news feed. It said, Ken Griffey, you know, the highest paid on the fourth highest play on the Reds. I'm like, what? Let me let me click on this. And I read it, and I said, oh, we, we, we got to talk about this on this show. How do you feel about that? All I have to say to that is, see, kids, this is why you need to get into baseball. Yes. Because yes. even even decades after you're done playing, you can still get a contract from your team. I mean, who? Let's see, Ken Griffey. Let's see, is Bobby Bodnia? Was it uh, Ken Griffey Jr.? Mm-hmm. Uh. Was, who, who else am I? Well, who did we talk about last season? It was um, was it Chris Davis or somebody? Yeah, Chris uh, Davis. Yeah, he, yeah, he, Chris he Davis. For crazy, crazy contract. Yeah, yeah. It's like these these contracts are insane that they still getting paid and on the active payroll. Like when they when when these teams go to they you know they books and they payroll these players that have been retired for years or whatever is still going to be on the active payroll. So, like I said, baseball is the way to go. Less wear and tear on the body, mm-hmm. and you still get paid years after you're done. Exactly, exactly. It's absolutely amazing. And while we're talking about like the deferred contracts, deferred money, and everything, 
I found this out as well. I'm telling you, I'm finding, I'm finding some gems, man. I found <laughs> this out as well. So we know, you know, Bobby Bonilla, another popular topic on this show. Turns out he has another deferred contract, one from the Baltimore Orioles, where what? he receives, yes, where he receives $500,000 every year going from, it was going from, it started back in 2004 up until 2029. So he's not only receiving the money from the Mets, he's just still receiving money from the Orioles too. <laughs> so he's like, okay. That's crazy. So okay, so with Baltimore's five hundred thousand, yeah, with the Mets is what one point one or something some, like that, some, something like that, yeah, yeah, something like that. So virtually he getting one point six million dollars a year, and he's been retired for what since the early what the early two thousands. Something like that, yeah. I can, I can look it up here, but yeah, it's like the early two thousands, and the man is still getting money. From two Dude. teams, just he just, just making money with with without doing nothing. Like I but said, after doing abs- absolutely nothing, just sitting at home chilling, and he collected a paycheck from two organ from both from the American League team and a National League team. That is insane. That is wild, dude. Wild. <sighs> like I said, baseball is the way to go. Uh-huh. Yeah, he last played in 2001 for the Cardinals. That was the last time he played played baseball. So he's been retired since 2001, and he's yeah. been collecting these checks. <laughs> yeah, and he only played, and he played for Baltimore. He played from Baltimore from 95 to 96. Then he played for the Mets from 92 to 95. And look, and look at that. He's still collecting one for both of these, both of these organizations. That's, man... <laughs> That's, that's that's ridiculous. That's 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 a hey, profit hey, prof prof his his agent and Ken Griffey Jr. They prof to both of their agents for for them working out negotiating these contracts. That that's 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 insane. That is that is crazy. And you probably got people in these organizations that are you know up in the front office, you know, looking at the you know payroll and everything, and like, oh, I mean, you know, we still paying people need Ken Griffey Jr. and they've been retired. Like we still paying these guys money. <laughs> I'm surprised me, you know, we go digging around and find out he's still getting paid by the doggone Marlins or something. Yeah, hey, you know, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh my god. It would god. not surprise me. Oh god. Oh my god. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anything else on that, man? I, I I don't even know what else to say about that. Really. I mean, I know. I'm speechless. I love you, speechless. Or I'm, I'm speechless too, man. I, I I have I have I have no words. But hey, they they, they both of them they, they laughing all the way to the bank. Pretty much. Good yes. lord. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. So as I mentioned, we are one week away from the start of the um, MLB season. And we got some we got some new rules coming into this season. One of the things they got this pitcher clock that's going on. Um, they said basically it's supposed to be for less waiting time and more action in the game. They said fifteen seconds, fifteen seconds with bases empty, twenty with runners on. Uh, let's see. The shift restrictions allows for more hits, more athleticism, two infielders on each side of second base. Infielders need both feet on dirt at pitch release, bigger bases. That's been a 
big topic as well that these bigger bases that they're using, they say it's supposed to increase safety and aggressive base running. Bases go from um, 15, uh, from a 15 inch width to an 18 inch width. And they said larger bases are supposed to, um, they, they tested out in the minors. Um, I think the last couple of years, and now they're bringing it up to the to the major majors. Um, any thoughts on this? This pitch clock, these shift restrictions, and these bigger bigger bases for the upcoming up, upcoming season. Well, I mean, well, let's start with the bases first. I mean, okay, what is what is the reasoning behind the bigger bases? Like, what they said? I, they said it's supposed to be it's supposed to increase safety. I guess I I. I <laughs> I don't see what that means. Something increasing safety, but okay, that's just gonna... yeah. I, I guess, um, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, now the one that I agree with. I mean, the shift thing eh, that oh, I don't know that that that's for them to determine. I, I mean, I never really, yeah, I never really care too much about the shift and all that. No, 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 no right? I never really cared about that either. Though, so, but um, now the pitch clock, I do agree with because. Yes. When they showed, I think it was, I think it was from last season, a clip of where, on one side you had a guy, like I forgot exactly which pictures they were showing, but you had one person that literally it took them forever between pitches where the other side of the split screen, the dude had literally threw like at least five pitches in between that time, and it's like, yeah, it, you you can't be stalling like that, no. so. To help kind of make the game a little faster, I, I have no problem with them, you know, in you know implementing this uh pitch clock thing uh-huh. because yeah, like what like what are you doing? Like you you just stalling? Like, yeah, you stalling. You, you keep killing time basically. Yeah, you slowing down the game. I mean, every other and, and it's sad that they've had to do this because all the other sports have a, have a you know you got your shot clock, your play clock, and all that. So hey, you got a pitch clock now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean that one. I agree with them doing it just to help speed up the game a little bit. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna be somebody, you know, in the first what the first uh, weekend of games uh-huh. that's, that's gonna go over there. And I and I oh, wonder yeah. what what is the penalty gonna be for that? That I haven't heard. I haven't heard what the exact penalties is gonna be for that. That's that's gonna be interesting to see how they how they penalize them because. I'm just assuming, like, say, since we don't know exactly, like, what are the penalties going to be? What if, what if, um, you know, for them, like, delaying it, it beca- is it's considered a ball? You know, yeah, that 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 would be interesting. And if that, who knows, that could determine, you know, the outcome of certain things. You get somebody on base that, because I'm like, well, well, if if you would have threw the pitch, maybe they would have flew out, maybe they would have struck out. You know, or something like that. But instead, you delaying it, you give them a ball, and then because you end up give, giving them a, another ball, well, they got four balls when they probably should have had maybe two or three, uh-huh. and get a manager come out there and start yelling and cussing at the pitcher, like, what the hell are you doing? You know, type of situation. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how, how that plays. So. Yeah, it definitely is. I was trying to see if I saw anything about the um like the actual penalties or anything. I don't see anything else, but that's definitely something I can you know look into if you see anything you know maybe for the next episode because I I was very curious, but I didn't even think about yeah. that. Like, what, what's the actual penalty be if they if they go over this clock? Well, how, how, how are they going to penalize these guys? Because like I was just thinking, you know, like you know, like with football, you know, the play clock delay, you know, <clears throat> we delay the game and everything, you lose five yards. Five yards, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the shot clock runs out. You know. 
turnover of possession. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the but like I said, that's the only thing I could think of of what the penalty would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something we can you know look into for next time. But yeah, I I, I, def- I, def- I definitely agree with that one. The basic stuff, the shift stuff. I don't know about that, but the pitch clock. Yeah, I think that's definitely gonna help a lot. I think. Yeah. Sure. And we got some good matchups for opening day for next Thursday. Uh, game starting at 1 o'clock. You got the Braves and Nationals. You got the Giants and Yankees. You got the O's and the Red Sox. Brewers, Cubs. Then you got Tigers, Tampa Bay. You got Philly, um, Rangers. You got the Pirates and Reds. You got the Rockies and Padres. You got the Blue Jays and Cardinals. You got the Twins, Kansas City, Marlins and Mets, White Sox, Houston, Angels, Athletics, Arizona Dodgers, and then you got the Guardians. I was almost going to say Indians. Guardians taking on Seattle. Taking on Seattle. So got some pretty pretty interesting interesting matchups here. Anything stand out for you there? Any those games? Anything? Um, I mean, of course, Marlins Mets just because of the Marlins. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the Mets. Um, just want to see how how they're going to come out this season. Yes. Uh, because what we thought they were going to do last season, you know, down the stretch they kind of. You know, fell apart a little. They bit. did. Um, they definitely did. So that that's one that I'm kind of looking forward. And they to. got they got a lethal punch with Max, and they got Verlander too. They lost yeah. um and they and they added Verlander. So yeah, so that that's going to be interesting to see how because I'm pretty sure Max is going to start. That's probably yeah, they probably have him open Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some interesting matchups, you know, to start off, and the fact now that I get. Uh, MLB Network, so I'll probably I'll probably have to, you know, it on there just to kind of see some of the highlights and stuff, because I'm got the first couple of games I won't see. Uh-huh. Cause I'll be at work, but uh, later in the evening, I'll probably see some of those games. You got games, you got games throughout the course of the day, games of one, games of two, three, four, yeah, all the way in, so it's just, like I say, should, should be some, some interesting, interesting matchups. There, um, I'm looking. I'm looking at the Phillies um, Rangers game. You got um, right. You got um, Trey Turner over there. He he's, mm-hmm. he was really he was really hot in the World Baseball Classic. I'm seeing how he's gonna do over there with with Bryson coming over there. So that should be interesting. I'm looking at the Padres as well. See how they they do. Yeah, we got some we got some, we got some pretty good pretty good matchups here for opening opening day for sure. Yeah. yeah, so we we shall we sh- we shall see. And speaking of the Padres, um one Manny Machado got a contract extension. He's fi- they finalized an eleven year three hundred fifty million dollar extension for one Manny Machado. So it's fun it's funny like um Fernando Tatis Jr., we all know what went down with down mm-hmm. him. He was seen like kind of the face of that team and everything. But when he was dealing with everything, he was dealing with the injuries and the suspension and everything. It seemed like Manny Machado has kind of stepped up in that role. And now he's getting rewarded for that with this 
extended. And also, too, they traded for Juan Soto. I don't know if they're going to extend him because I think Juan, he still has at least another one or two years remaining on his um, contract before they have to, like, extend him or if they want to keep him or not. But Manny seems to be Manny seems to be the man over there right now. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I said it. I said it last season. <clears throat> I said it again this season. Fernando Tatis is odd man out. Yeah, and he I mean, is. and the team showed that. Well, without him, they can still be pretty doggone good. And I'm looking forward to see what they do this season. Um, and everything. And like I said, how does he fit in? Because it seems like he's kind of. Seeing himself out in a way, yeah, you know that that's kind of how it looks. Like it really does. And would they if if he hadn't been do- dealing with all the stuff that he was dealing with? Would you think they would have traded for Juan Soto? Because you already would have two stars there. Would you have still traded for Juan Soto? I, I mean, to give him help is possible, but. But you already had Manny Machado. Yeah, like, it, 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 exactly. You had, you had you got your, you got your two stars right right there, and then you just kind of build around those guys, get a solid you know pitching rotation together, kind of build around those guys too. But then, but at the same like, time, at the same time, I'm thinking with the Fernando situation, I'm thinking like, I don't know, is this guy really what we we know he's a great talent, but is he really all we thought he was gonna ultimately be? So maybe we kind of get Juan Soto as a kind of an insurance policy, basically. That and also to think about their their you know their biggest thing is trying to keep up with the Dodgers. Yes, because when you look at that Absolutely. freaking when you look at that lineup, it's like what the hell, yes. right? So it's like we plan we, we trying to play keep up with them, and I'm pro- I'm pretty sure that was the initial thought process. Uh-huh. But as things started going sideways. I mean, it starts with that whole him and Manny Machado in dugout situation. Yeah, going, yeah that, 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 was a, that was a lot bigger thing at the time than I think a lot of people were giving it credit for. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, yeah, we, you know, you could look at it as, okay, yeah, they're getting Juan Soto to help have a strong lineup because you are still trying, at the end of the day, the Dodgers are the standard in that division, yes, and and you're tr- and and you're trying to at least stay on par, you know, with them. Then, like I say, they probably look at it too as well. Yeah, Fernando, he got other issues going on, so maybe because we can build around Manny Machado and Juan Soto, maybe phase him out. Because who's to say that he could be looked at as a quote unquote cancer of the locker room, you know, you know, phase him out and probably because think about it. You you phase out Fernando Tatis, who's to say you don't get maybe two players to make up what he was doing as one. So, Absolutely, because you know some teams would would take a chance on him and say, "Oh, you know, he can come here and get a fresh start. We can, you know, we can get him on the right track again." Yeah, and, and who to say that wouldn't happen? You know. Yeah, absolutely. You could definitely turn him around, get some nice prospects, get some good, you know, current, you know, position players. Absolutely, you could flip him for a nice little package. I'm sure. Yeah. So, and, and like I said, 
course, I'm not in the front office. It's just you know what right. we yeah, just what, what we've seen. You know what, what, what we've we seen. Have, yeah, based off of what we've seen with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and we've seen it happen in sports all the time. Where they'll move, oh, absolutely. You know, move people around and you know replace them and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Who's to say, like I say, who's to say that does not happen? Or he, you know, turns himself around and you have this great triple, you know, head monster of Tati's Soto Machado that's, you know, in the middle of your lineup. And yeah. again, they're competing with the Dodgers because that is that division standard. So, yeah. It definitely, definitely is. Definitely is for sure. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Padres going forward this this season. Um, anything else on that? No, that's 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 it. All right. Uh, a couple of injury updates. Uh, a couple of guys that got injured during the World Baseball Classic. Um, famed uh, Mets closer Edwin Diaz uh, suffered a right patella tendon tear. And it looks like he's going to most likely be out for the majority of the season. He had just signed a new, um, a five-year, $102 million contract um, during the offseason. They say most likely he's going to miss the entire entire season. And also, um, out indefinitely is Jose Altuve for the Astros. He suffered a broken thumb sustained during, um, with a hit-by-pitch during the Classic as well. So both mm. of those guys are going to be out, unfortunately. That's just, like I said, right before the season, you get, you know, you lose your closer, lose another one of your top. I think who's the host? I think he plays second or shortstop for you, but he's still one of the top players for the um, defending champions. Uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, that's always, I mean, that's always the risk when it comes to these, you know, these type of games and stuff like that, tournaments uh-huh. and stuff, because, yeah. It, it, <laughs> It kind of sucks that this is right, like they have this right before the season starts. So there's always the potential of somebody getting injured, and lo and behold, few people get injured. And when they come back to their teams, yeah, they can't play. So it kind of throws, you know, certain things into a, a tailspin. But um, yeah, it, it, it's always unfortunate when when stuff like this happens. Yeah, it really, really does. You hate, you hate the. Hate to see that happen, like I say, especially so, you know, close to the season. So we wish both of those guys, you know, speedy recoveries and hopefully, you know, their teams, you know, still able to move forward, you know, without, without these guys. But I tell you, that's, you know, that, that, that comes with the sport. You know, you see it you know, not just in baseball, you see it in football, but you see it all across. But you see, you know, injuries like this, you know, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate part of the game. But, you know, you just wish these guys, you know, speedy recoveries for sure. Yeah. And on to another guy. Actually, I sent you this article and everything. I haven't heard any more updates on this, but this is you know, the last thing that I heard. Uh, one, Steven Strasburg suffered a setback in his return to the mound. He'd been recovering from uh, thoracic outlets, um, outlet syndrome surgery. And he um, was um, having a bullpen session. He felt some um, discomfort. And they said um, after the second session, he was experiencing some nerve issues. And I'm just like, here we go again. I mean, this at this point, it's, it's, it's just become a sad, sad story with him. And I think he really needs to consider, not even what we had talked about on him, like considering like moving to the bullpen at this point. I think he seriously needs to consider retirement because he's just he's 
you get to a point where is it really worth it to keep trying to come back, come back, get injured again, having another setback, having another setback, and it's just, it's just, it's just getting sad. Like I don't think he'll ever reach that elite form that he was at again when he first came into the league and when they won the World Series back in twenty. 19. And like I said, this was this was a while back. It was like earlier on in uh, spring trade. I haven't heard any other updates about him, so I'm sick of it. It's about the same status wise, but it's just it's just really really sad. I think he you get you got the I don't know who's around him, like you know family, agents, and everything. But I think he has to come to a realization like this ain't it anymore for you, man. If you want to maybe get into coaching, broadcast, or something like that, you want to still stay around the game, cool. But coming back and being a pitcher. Not looking good. Uh, any thoughts on Mr. Steven Strasburg? <sighs> he is officially Kerry Wood. That, that, yes. that, that's, that's who he is now. Yes. He, and yeah, it it took it took him a while to finally realize that too. And yeah, I think yeah, like you said, because I mean we talked about that before with him. He he just needs to retire. Yeah, yeah he really just, does. Because they said there was no with this latest set. Like they said, there was no set timetable for his return, so they didn't even know if he didn't even know when he'd be able to even come back. So, and I haven't heard any other update on him too. So, yeah, I think retirement is definitely an option at this point because he's just his body just breaking down on him. It's, it's giving up on him. Yeah, he's um, had surgery after surgery after surgery. Tommy John surgery. And it's always something. He'll come back. He'll look good for a couple of games, and then another setback, another injury. He yeah, you did. He's Terry Wood. He just he he was a a great young prospect with a lot of potential, and his body just could not hold up, you know, in the major leagues. So, and it's it's not his fault. No, it's it, not. It's just that's that's how it is for some people, you know, and. Yeah, instead of just all this trying to come back, trying to come back, just yeah, just 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 at a certain point you have to he has to come to that realization. Absolutely. And to kind of piggyback to up what you said, who to say that there isn't, you know, there hasn't been discussions with with him about that, but until he himself Exact that's that's the big thing. He he's got to see it himself. Yeah. We can it's say like, it, other you know, coaches and stuff can say it, family and friends can say it, but until he comes to the realization that it's it, it's it's not gonna come to fruition. Yeah. So and so that is definitely something to keep an eye on. I as talented as a pitcher, I think he'd make a good pitching coach. If he decides to retire, become a pitching coach. Teach teach some of these other young guys, you know, the game. Some of the yeah, stuff that you learned over the years. I think he'd make a phenomenal pitching coach. Yeah, because just just because he himself couldn't do it doesn't mean that he can't pass off his skills to the younger generation. Yeah, very true. Very true. Because I couldn't necessarily see him doing, like, TV and everything. He seems more kind of quiet. So I don't necessarily see him being, like, a TV guy, but being, like, a pitching coach, teaching the game, I could definitely see him doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Wishing him all of the best. Now, I came across this today. They came out with the latest list, the Forbes list, of the most valuable franchises in baseball. They got the top 10 here. Um, I'm going over them real quick. Uh, any guess who number one is? Uh, the Yankees? 
Yup, at $7.1 billion. Mm-hmm. Any guess who number two is? Uh, number two. Is it the Dodgers? Bingo, at $4.8 billion, number two. Keep in mind, I'm not looking at anything myself. <laughs> All right. Um, you're on a roll, man. Let's let's see if you can keep it going. Who's number three? Uh, um, yeah, this is probably why I screw up. I'll um, give you a hint. It's an, it's an American League team. It's an American League team. Um, the Red Sox? <laughs> three for three, man, at $4.5 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Let's keep it going. Number four. Who's number four? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Hey, you did good at three, three for three. Let's, let's see. Uh, uh, um, oh, okay, let's see. Um. I'll give it here again. It's a national. This is this is a national league team. It's a national league team. Uh, um, no, it's not them. Um, I want to say. Uh, I want to say the Giants. Ooh, so close. <laughs> they were they were actually number five at three point seven billion. Uh, number four is the Cubbies. Wait, the Cubs. Who was it? The Cubs. Number four. The Cubs. The Cubs. What? The Cubs. A four point four point one billion. Yes. The Cubs. The Cubs. Oh, yes, man. they are number four. Yes, the Cubs. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I yeah, like I, I would have never got because the team I was initially thinking of, I'm gonna say the Mets at first. So. Actually, actually, they are number six at two point nine billion. Mm. So you, 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 you were close. You said you said Giants. You said Mets. Just different orders. So uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was surprised. I was surprised about the, I was surprised the Cubs were that high too. Cubs. I really was. <laughs> Um, I was thinking they worth all that money, but they don't have no type of lineup. So what the hell? It's exactly. That, 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 that's that's crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, number seven. I don't know if you'll get this one or not. I'll say it's, it's an American. American League team. Yes. <sighs> um. Uh. Out west. Team out west. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, team out west. Out west. Is it the cheating Astros? Actually, no. They actually didn't make this list. It's actually the Angels. Huh. At $2.7 billion. What? Yes. That's, that is insane. The Angels. The Angels, yep, they are number seven. Yes. Another team, what, what did it, I mean. I mean, other than Trout and Shohei, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much your team right there. <laughs> yeah, like, what kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, number eight, you sh- 
you should get this. You should you should you should get this team. You may not think of this team, but this this is this is a team. This is a team you're you're, you're quite familiar with. Oh no. <laughs> uh, the Braves. Yes, the Braves oh. at two point six billion. Oh thank God. Uh, well, at least I got that right. You got that one right. Uh-uh. All right, two more. Number nine and number ten. Number nine, and it is the last. The last. Let's say the last two teams are National League teams. Last two teams are National League teams. Uh-huh. Um, is let's see, is one of them the Phillies? Yes, number nine is the Phillies at two point five seven billion. Yep. Okay. And number ten, um, is it the? Hmm. Hmm. No, we already said them, so it's not them. Um, is it? Shoot. I know who I want to say, but I know that's not right. Because I almost want to say that. I want to say the Nationals. No, not them. Yeah. Um, damn. Okay. So, would it be the, the Padres? No, it's the St. Louis Cardinals at $2.55 billion. What? Yes. Oh, my God. These teams... <laughs> Got all this money and they ain't got nothing. To- I, exactly. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Good grief. Good. You, did, you, did, you, did, you, did pretty, you did pretty good. You did You did pretty good there, my friend. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I didn't, of course, I, well, clearly I didn't look at nothing. I, I, it's all yeah, and I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't tweet out nothing. I didn't want you to see anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be giving me answers earlier. But yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the list, man. Well, I mean, one, two, and three—that that kind of makes sense. Uh huh. But but some of the mother teams, like what? I know, like, where, right? Where the hell did that money come from? Because e- 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 exactly, exactly. Damn for sure, ain't on the field. So it, no, no, it's it's definitely not. And then I pulled out the remaining teams. Um, after that, number eleven, you got the Astros at mm. two point two five billion. The Texas Rangers at the same two point two five billion the mariners at number 13 2.2 billion blue jays um at 14 2.1 billion the white Sox at 15 2.05 billion nationals come in at 2 billion at 16 the padres are at 1.75 billion the orioles are at 1.7 billion 19 you got the brewers at 1.6 billion rockies at uh, number 20 at 1.475 billion. Uh, same for the um, Tigers at 21. Uh, let's see, the Twins are coming at 22 at 1.39 billion. Diamondbacks at 23 at 1.38 billion. Pirates at 24, 1.32 billion. Guardians coming at 25 at 1.3 billion. Rays um, coming at 1.25 billion. Royals 27, 1.2 billion. Reds coming at 1.19 billion. Athletics at 
1.18 billion and lo and behold old Marlins at the bottom at an even 1 billion dollars. Yeah, that's that's 1 billion too many. But yes, even in the money game they still come in last good. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you uh uh uh. But that's it that's a very interesting list, man. That's definitely very interesting. Very it is and I don't know if you notice that because you're looking at the list, but if you notice the top 10, the majority of the teams, even though it's American League, uh, National League, uh-huh. most of the teams are in the East and the West, not in the Central. I've noticed that, yeah. So you only got two teams from like the Central. You got the Cubs and the um, Cardinals. Yeah, the other teams are like East. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah so take take that for what it's worth, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess I guess so. But I mean, you got like say you got like story for it. I got you know the Yankees, the Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, Cubs. You know, you got you got, you got some historic teams in there. But yeah, that's that's a very that's a very interesting list. I thought that was a pretty pretty cool something to discuss here. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Hmm. Uh, next up, I don't know if you heard about this, but coming out tomorrow, they're having some type of having a documentary on Reggie Jackson that's going to be available on Amazon Prime. Have you heard anything about this? I thought that was pretty interesting. I definitely something I'd like to you know check out for sure. No, I, I no, this is my first time hearing about this. Yeah, I, I saw it advertised, and then I saw it again today that they were mentioning it comes out tomorrow on Amazon Prime. But this is a new documentary it's called Reggie. Hmm. Greatness has a name, so that's that. That should that should definitely be worth a watch. So they're gonna talk about. Uh, well, of course they're gonna talk about the summer of '77. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure they will. I'm and sure that would be a topic of discussion on there for sure. Yeah, because even though it has been something talked about, I mean, we talked about it on this podcast, but. I, I still say that's like one of the most insane things in history. It really is. It yeah. really is. Something that, that doesn't get talked about enough. I don't no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They talk about a lot of other stuff. But they don't they talk about, about a lot of stuff or something like that is like, that's just like crazy what was going on how, during that time period. Like How how did New York survive that? I still don't know. Beats me. Not many places could have survived that. Cause, Cause, think about it. Okay, you have, you have a, a heat wave. That's one. Yeah. You have the garbage strike that's going on. Uh huh. You have a killer on the loose. Right. <laughs> right. And the blackout happens during that time period too. Uh huh. And then the Yankees with with the season and Reggie Jackson having the season that he has. Exactly. All that's going on. All that's going on at once. Not just one of those things. All of that's going on at the same time, man. So, yeah, it just, yeah, it, it's it's really insane. It really, really <laughs> is. It definitely, definitely is. <laughs> oh. oh, man. But, yeah, that's definitely something worth checking out for sure. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, next up, a couple more things before we wrap up here. Uh, and the latest edition of MLB The Show is coming out. Now, if you did the pre-order for the um, Captain's Edition, which has Derek Jeter on the cover, you can get it to you can get it tomorrow. But for everybody else, it will come out on the 28th on, you know, your regular system, you know, your PlayStation 4, PS5, um, Xbox, um, the Nintendo Switch. 
And lo and behold, you got a Florida Marlin on the cover of the game. Um, I never even heard of this guy before. This uh, Jazz uh, Chisholm Jr. is on the cover of the game this year, who had a you know pretty decent season last year. He batted two fifty four at fourteen home runs, uh, four forty five RBI. That number that blew you away, but he had a pretty you know decent season and kind of got some recognition and everything. And I was like, okay, you know they're getting a new kind of fresh face on this. Like this guy's got a lot of you know personality and everything like that. And you know, I saw some of the you know video package and stuff that they were doing doing for him seemed pretty. Cool, like you said, on the special, you know, collector's edition, you got Derek Jeter on the cover. But one of the things that I found, you know, even more interesting than, you know, having Marlin on the cover of the game, like some of the, you know, always had the legends in the game. Obviously, Derek mm-hmm. Jeter is going to be in the game this year. But when I um, saw the video package for some of the legends that's going to be on the game, two names that I was like, wow, they're actually going to put them in the game. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa will both be in this year's game. I'm like, no way. I'm saying, like, get, get, get out here. I said, I said no way. I said, I said, uh-uh, no way. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to be kidding me. But, yes, in the latest video package that they put out, McGuire and Sosa will both be in this year's game, which is wild to me. Oh. Any th- thoughts on that, and thoughts on the cover the athlete for this year? That's 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 a, that's a lot right there. What what what, you, what are your thoughts? I know you got some got some thoughts on that. Well, I mean, the the cover athlete, unlike Madden, you know, when it comes to MLB, it kind of doesn't really matter who's on the cover. Yeah. Um. True. So, but there's but no, still, no curse or nothing like that. Yeah, <laughs> but but still, congratulations to him, you know, for yeah. being on the cover because that is a a thing. It'll be it's always something in history, right? Yeah, absolutely. You get to come on the game. That's 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 pretty cool. And hopefully, this is the like I say, another chance for baseball to market one of its young stars. Have him on the cover of this game. Get some promotion for him. Exactly. Um, as far as McGuire and Sosa being in the game, that is interesting because. So basically, they could never go into your Hall of Fame, but we'll put you in the games because. Okay. All right. I, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 I was thinking the same thing. Y'all can't go into baseball Hall of Fame. We can put you in. It put you in the video game. Granted, McGuire has better standing in with MLB now because he's what it was he a batting coach for um, the Cardinals, I think. I'm the Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals, yeah, one of those teams, yeah, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Right, so he has a better standing with baseball than Sammy Sosa. You know, well, we know all the nonsense that he got into. Oh um, yeah, after baseball, but um, yeah. So I'm I'm surprised they put him in the game, but I guess yeah, maybe, I was surprised. Yeah, maybe they're gonna have like a little like a special home run thing with the two of them in there. I don't know, but um, I'm more intrigued about you know w- what we talked about the the addition. You know that that special league that they have featured. Yes, 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 yes. That's what yes. I'm more excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that is having you know the Negro leagues being a part of this year's get that 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 is huge. That is that is that is exciting. I, I look. I'm telling you, the only reason why I'm getting this game is for that, and I'm just gonna have fun with that. Yeah. I don't think I'm even going to play the regular game. I'm just going to go into that and just 
have fun with that part. Yeah, and I and I and I, and I, and I, and I love the home run derby. I, I I I put a bunch of guys. I love the home run derby. I just love getting up there and just swinging away <laughs> into the home run derby. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what I love. I love I love doing the home run derby. I I'll play that one. I play the actual like games. I'll just put a bunch of guys together. Like say put some, put some of the get Griffey and all them in there. Let's let's see who can win the home run derby. Yeah, yeah. Get get Mark and Sammy in there, and, and yeah, let's see who gonna do what, right? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's what. But that's that's. I tell everybody that's my sole reason for getting the game because of the Negro League, and hopefully it's a thing where you can. I just hope it's a way like you playing like your whole like a schedule and everything, and if I can create players and add to team, if I can do that. That, that's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it looked pretty from one of the highlights that I saw. It looked pretty interesting. Like, like you can do a lot, a lot of different stuff, like some old stadiums and everything. It looked pretty, you know. It's gonna you got a lot you can do with that. So hey, and I, and I wonder too if they going if the uh, the Field of Dreams game is gonna be in there. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good. I hadn't heard about that. That's that that could def that could definitely be something that's in the game. Or if one if they wouldn't do one of those updates at some point, they could definitely add that to the game too. You know, they always do the updates and everything. Mm-hmm. Too. That, that, so, would, that would that would be cool too. And if I could add that into the Negro League and have them walk out the corn, that'd be great. Oh man, how cool! How cool would how cool would that be? It it would. So yeah, like I said, that's my sole reason for getting twenty uh twenty three MLB to show twenty three. It's solely because of the Negro League. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I, I, I didn't, I didn't get last year's game, but yeah, I definitely, definitely, you know, I got reserved my copy for this game. So yeah, I'm, yeah, that's 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 gonna be that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I didn't get last year's either, but because um, I remember I got the uh, twenty one, the one that with uh, Jackie Robinson. Uh, that's yeah, I got that. Yeah, that, 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 that was the sole reason to get that game to get the cover with, with Jackie. Yeah, Robinson. That, that was the reason why I got that one. So again, this is the reason why I'm getting this. One. It's too bad they didn't have they didn't do like a special uh, collector's edition cover with like the Negro League or something. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, maybe that maybe that's something they might do when you know you know future games. They actually have you know the Negro leagues in this game. Maybe like in future games, you know, they might have a special collector's you know cover. Yeah, that could that be dope. Because like I said, oh, I like the, I like the Jackie Robinson one because that's the one I got. The one yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that's very cool. That, that's 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 a very you know good collector. But like I said that one, and then it was a few years back they had one with a uh, Griffey on the cover. I got that one too. You know, yep. So. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to, to play around with that, you know, with some of the more uh, Negro League stars, Mike. Because I don't know if you ever heard of this old movie called uh, Bingo Long, the, tra- uh, the traveling all stars and the Motor Kings. That's I, that sounds somewhat familiar. Because it's with it's with Billy D. Williams, James Earl Jones, and Richard Pryor. They're the main stars of it. That but, sounds kind of familiar. But yeah. It, it, it's kind of where they are this like a uh, Negro League team and oh, everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, because I, I, I was making a joke with one of my friends, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna uh, be able to create <laughs> create that team and put them in the game." Hey, 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 there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, so like I said, if, if 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 I can do that, yeah, I, 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 I don't know for fun. sure, but it, it, like I said, from the highlights of the past show, it seems like you could do a lot of things with that. So. Maybe that's something they could do, or like I say, maybe that's something for you know future game. But this game looks like you could do a lot of different stuff with the Negro League, which is awesome, very cool. Now, now to kind of look forward in time, who's to say on a future edition of a game 
that they don't add the women's league. Hey, that's you know, a, a I, league I, of their own. I, right? Hey, I I could definitely see them doing that in future games. It seems like every year they're just like adding more stuff, adding more stuff. That could definitely be something that's in the in the works for sure. Because, you know, with with the NBA, you know, NBA games, you know, they added the WNBA. They did, yes, they did. So yeah, for the for the two K, yeah, yeah. So who's to say that? MLB don't do the same at the you know the old women's league and everything. And then who's to say that they don't have like a lot of the women that played in college because there is no current women's baseball league now. But who's to say don't add them in it? And then you can have Jenny Finch, you know, actually in a freaking game. Yes, you know, and everything. Yes. Oh my God. To, how cool! How cool! How cool would that be? <laughs> I mean, I said I still don't understand why why it, why there is no women's league now. Yeah, that 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 make that makes zero sense to me. Like you only play up if you if you're a woman. Oh well, you get to college, you play in college. All right, well that was it. It's like really. Oh, uh, like that's that, that that that's a that's a real shame. Like it's like a, like a total missed opportunity. Like, well, maybe there needs to be somebody like uh, I forgot the dude name from a league of their own who who took a chance. Like, yeah, we're gonna create this women's league. You know, it needs to be somebody like that now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because like I say, that's 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 a missed opportunity. Like I say, for because there's a lot of talented women I'm sure that would like to advance in their careers. Like, why you know you get the college level and then that's it. Yeah, you shoot out. Still want to play, play the game? Well, what, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Shoot, I'll watch it. I, I would too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Anything else on that? No. Like I said, I'm just looking forward to getting my hands on 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 that uh on that Negro League. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ab- ab- absolutely. There, there you go. There you go. All right. One last thing as we wrap up here. Um, doing like we did last year. We've been doing for the past uh, couple of seasons. Going over each division in the leagues as well as the teams in the division. And we had one last team to cover for the AL West. And lo and behold, it's none other than the defending champions, those Houston Astros. Oh, no. I know, right? <laughs> they were established in 1962. Uh, let's see. They used to be over in the National League from 1962 to 2012, and then they swapped over to the American League over in um in 2020. 2013. Uh, the colors are the dark blue, orange, and white. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they were the Houston Astros from... Oh, they were the... <laughs> the Houston Colt 45s from 1962 to 1964, and then they've been the Astros from 1965 up until present. Uh, nickname, just had one nickname, uh, the Strohs. Uh, they played at Colt Stadium from 1962 to Astrodome, the famed Astrodome from 1965 to 1999, and from 2000 up until present, they've played at Minute Maid Park. Uh, they've won two World Series, uh, 2017 and most recent World Series in 2022. They got four AL pennants in 2017, 19, 20, 19, 
Established in 1962. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was like an older franchise, but you know. Yeah. Um, also, I've uh, got to mention another legend that played for them. Uh, one Nolan Ryan. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yes. Because uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny that he, the last two teams that he played for in his career were both in Texas. He, the Houston Astros from '80 to '88. And then he finished his career with the Texas Rangers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so he so he ended his career playing in Texas. He did. Um, and well, he's from Texas too, which is kind yeah. of interesting. So, um, but as far as the team, I mean, I always remember, you know, like a like Jeff Bagwell and and Craig Biggio. Uh huh. And no, actually, you're right. Randy Johnson did play for them. I did look. I looked up. Yeah, he played for one season. I, I, I thought he did. Yeah, from from for '98, yeah, he did. Oh, um, and Joe Morgan also. Oh, oh okay. Didn't know that. Uh, no, because I'm because I'm Astros, their Hall of Fame, like the players oh, okay. in their Hall of Fame. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then uh, Ivan Rodriguez. He, also played with him. Yeah, okay. Um, but I mean, as far as growing up, seeing them, they were always to me one of those middle of the road teams. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I like the uniforms. Yes, um, those throwback uniforms. Yeah, the throwbacks. I, I always enjoyed those. But uh, and then the the, the Astro Dome. It was the Astro Dome was yes. a great stadium. Classic. Classic. Yes. Right, and it, it it sucks when these teams they they move into more modernized stadiums and yes. certain, but it's like okay, but you you kind of I don't want to say throwing away history, but in a way you kind of are because you it's like 
Because, okay, who's in... What, what goes on in the Astrodome now? Nothing. Right. You know, maybe maybe concerts or something, I think, I guess, but... Yeah. You know, that so, stadium... Did, did, is it still around? Did they, did they blow it up or is it still, is it still around? I, you know, I really don't know. They probably did blow it up. But, <laughs> you know, they, they love to do that, right? They, yeah, they, 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 they definitely do. But like I said, that's the one like that, the Kingdom... Um, the only place you really got now, you got Wrigley, you got Fenway, you got Camden Yard. You don't have a lot of those really old school stadiums. And nope. we get more of these new, modernized stadiums. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it it just sucks when they when they leave from like the those you know those landmarks I should say, um oh, yeah. and everything. But yeah, I mean overall, in the past, like I say watching it as a kid, yeah, the Astros was you know just a middle of the road team to me. It's funny how in more recent years they become more of a you know staple. You know, in the league and everything, going to the World Series, winning not one but two so far. One has an asterisk next to it. Yeah, it, it, um, it does. It does. And everything, you know. And but with all that being said, of last year, you know, Dusty Baker coming in doing what he did, and yeah, it's just now it's like okay, yeah, I don't root for the Astros. I root for Dusty Baker. So it's like. The team wins, but if as long as he's the manager, I'm cool with it because it's success for him. And that's just how I look at it now. Because, I, I mean, I've never, like, a huge fan of the Astros, but I'm a big fan of Dusty Baker. So that's how I kind of look at the Astros in current day form, at least. That says that says here the, the old after though. It says parts of it was demolished in 20- parts of it. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just say parts of it. So you were just like you demolished part of the stadium. You just left like half the stadium. Like like at the worst time you they do demolishing the stadium. Just think they blew up the whole thing. They said only like parts of it. They said in 2014 they like put it on the um they put it on some type of list or something in 2014. So they go try to renovate part of it. Like how do you only demolish part of the stadium? That's 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 weird. Yeah, they, they probably. What they probably did, like I say, if they still have like live events there, like concerts and stuff, so yeah, they probably chopped it some type of way. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's that's like I say, that's like that's like history right there. Exactly. So I don't know. They, they, you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, anything else on the Astros? No, that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. Cool. All right. I mean, that's that's all I have. I mean, we covered quite a quite a bit here tonight. Uh, like I say, I look forward to the next episode. We'll be recapping some of the games and stuff from opening day. We'll be continuing our coverage of you know the divisions. We finished up with them on the American League side. Now we're gonna hop over to the NL side and just talk about the uh, history of the NL East division before we get to the actual teams of the NL East. So that should be fun. Wrapped up the American League, hopping over to the to the National League. So that should be fun to cover to cover throughout the course of the season. But um, thank you again, Jay. Anything you want to plug and promote, sir? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I'm in the middle of my March Mayhem month. I'll be wrapping it up here actually soon. Um, the first two movies I did for this month was uh, the old film, The Poseidon Adventure, and the movie Everest. Uh, those are movies I kicked it off with. Um, this episode will be uploaded 
before uh, the third episode for March Mayhem and that movie, I'll be doing 2012 and I'll be wrapping up the month with, well, I kind of have to change it up because the fourth movie that I was going to be doing was the Towering Inferno, but that movie is only available to buy. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy it just to, just so I can review it one time. So, right, right, right. so I'm kind of going to flip it up. I'm not sure if I'm going to do the uh, Poseidon Adventure uh, remake, which was just called Poseidon, or if I'm going to do day, the day after tomorrow. I haven't decided exactly just yet which one of those two movies I'm going to do. Um, but as far as episode, because I'm at episode 282 now. I'm almost okay. at 300. Right? Okay. Yeah, um, there you go. So, yeah. So episode 282 will be the movie 2012, which came out in 2009. I mean, I feel like they missed the opportunity. 2012. It should have came out in 2012. Yes, but, yes, yes. But I understand why they didn't do that. Um, But, uh, but yeah, that's what I got going on over at Movie Talk um, and everything. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. And as far as I'm concerned, you guys can just follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, Instagram, DC Sports Fan. 23 as well as at the moneymaker 315 follow this show's twitter account at slam underscore podcast as well as our instagram page at the grand slam podcast anything we have going on with the show or anything baseball related will be posted on either one of those accounts um jay thanks again any last words to close out this episode um Benny the Jet is a street legend. So, yes, he is with his PF flyers, <laughs> <laughs> but they still sell. By the way, I see they do. The they still sell them. I, I, I need to give me a pair of those. <laughs> they really do. I, you yeah. know, I was thinking about getting a pair of them too. So I don't know. Do. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, just, 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 just for the sake, just, just a collector's eye, just to say, hey, I, I had a PSF, a PF flyer. So if anything goes down in the neighborhood, anything you know, crazy dog or anything today, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. We got a beast. We got a beast in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I got my PF flyers. <laughs> I'm prepared. Oh, Lord. To be ready to jet, man. Oh mm. man, that's that's funny. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. You guys take care. Be safe as always. We'll see you next time and enjoy the opening day games next Thursday. Peace out. Peace.